0: Now let me see you do the chop, now chop chop it, don't stop it, now let me see you do the chop, now chop chop it, don't stop it, right arm flex, left arm flex, Thank head bounce, we the best, run it back, run it up. Players are clean, check out the diamonds and suits. We are the truth, my homie accurate like a sniper on the roof. The song will make you want to dance. The beat will make you want to jump. Let me see if this pump, in the stands, get drunk. Clings down every Sunday, airplane on the runway. Steady up, flip the lights on. This ain't no anthem, It's a fight song. Right arm.
1: everybody, this is Chris Style, and you are tuned in to Arrowhead Chief Podcast, episode number one. Before I get into everything, I just want to thank everybody who's who is listening right now. Be sure to subscribe to the channel. Um, I will be bringing you content every week all season. But this is the first week. This is the first edition. We got a lot of stuff to cover, so I ain't gonna hold you too long. Before I get into my uh, my subjects today, I'm gonna give you a little brief introduction of who I am. My name is Chris Style. I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. Raised in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, all my family is mostly from Kansas City, Missouri. Um, parents are from Kansas City, Missouri. Um, I've been a Chiefs fan since I was young, since Dave Craig, Joe Montana era, Marty Schottenheimer era, Herm Edwards era, um, to the Andy Reid era, um, Todd Haley era too. Uh, I've been a Chiefs fan since I was young. So I'm diehard, throwing through through the good and the bad years. I've always been a Chiefs fan. And uh, so I, I know all the heartaches. I know all the the, the bad playoff losses, uh, uh, everything. And uh, now I'm happy to say that I am a – not to say I wasn't before, but now I'm really happy to say I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan because we are in some good years, good, bright future. We got a quarterback who's the best quarterback in the league, Patrick Mahomes. We got one a top five – wide receiver in Tyreek Hill, the best tight end in the league in Travis Kelsey, uh, one of the better defensive tackles, Chris Jones, um, uh, one of the best safeties in the league in Tyron Matthew, um, and last but not least, one of the best coaches in the league in Andy Reid, the best play caller in the league in Andy Reid. So, like I said, it's, it's a great time to be a Chiefs fan. So let's get into all the subjects that I want to talk about today. So it's week one of uh, the NFL season. It's a different time in, in the NFL. We all know with the pandemic, uh, there was no preseason. So the 53-man cut down was a little different this year. Um, they had no preseason game. No, Usually, you know, that fourth game, the first game a little bit, but the fourth game is really the game where they see who they're going to keep and who they're not going to keep, and also has allowed some of these players to audition for other teams. Well, they didn't have that luxury this year, so they had to show out and stick out in playoff. I mean, in the, in the I said the playoffs, in the uh, in practice in training camp, they had to show out and show that they, you know, were a viable commodity to the Kansas City Chiefs. And so, of course, they cut it down, and there was a couple, there was one surprise, and, you know, a few other. Few of them were, you know, I kind of saw it coming, you know. Um, they cut Breland Speaks, defensive tackle, defensive end, out of Ole Miss, we drafted him two years ago. Um, he, um uh, he came in his first year. He was, you know, he was under the Bob Sutton. They tried to make him stand up as all outside linebacker. Didn't work out. Then Nash last year, he comes in a little overweight, um, gets hurt is out for the season. This year he comes in in shape, um, a little, you know, was probably going to get used better in in Spags' system, but with the injury last year, um, it put him a little bit behind the eight ball, so he ended up getting cut. So, you know, that was one of the more surprising. I thought they would probably give him a little chance to show that he could at least play in this system, but it is a deep, you know, position, defensive tackle. There's a lot of bodies on, on that defensive line. So, you know, he ended up getting cut. Another cut, that wasn't surprising, uh, Garrett Dieter, he, he's been getting kind of cut and, you know, <laughs> you know, a lot of people joke that he's the only reason he's on this team because he's cl- he's cool with Patrick Mahomes. He's real cool with, you know, the uh, Demarcus Robinson. Um, he was cool with Chris Conley when he was here. So, he you know, he hangs out with a lot of the guys on the team. But he ended up getting picked up on the practice squad so he's still on the team relatively but he's just not on the 53 man roster um, another one is the De, uh DeAndre Washington um he was a he, you know he's been he spent his, his last few years as a raider um he went to Texas Tech with uh Patrick Mahomes um he ended up getting cut but you know it was it was due to a, a deep backfield you know you got the first round pick and uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, they have high hopes for him. They're already with Damian Williams opting out for because of COVID. Clyde Edwards-Alaire became running back number one, RB one. Then you have Daryl Williams who showed flashes last year. He's RB two. Then you got uh, Darwin Thompson, draft pick from last year. He showed some glimpses of flashes last year. He's RB three. So. DeAndre Washington ended up being the odd man out. So he ended up getting cut, but he ended up getting picked up on the uh, practice squad also. They also cut Matt Moore, and um, they also uh, cut uh, the quarterback that played in the XFL for the St. Louis Battle Cats, Jordan Tayamua, I think his name is. Um, And they also cut... Um, wide receiver Jody Fortson, Jody Fortson, who every year we always have a wide receiver who's uh, like the camp stud. You know everybody's ranting, raving about his catches. He's catching balls over Tyron Matthew. He he's making crazy catches, but he end up getting cut. They signed Marcus Kemp back, and they end up choosing Kemp over Fortson. Fortson end up getting picked up back on the practice squad though. So. He's still with the team, but, you know, he just didn't make the 53-man roster. Same thing with Matt Moore and Jordan Tayamua. They end up uh, re-signing both of them to the practice squad. So, all is good, all is well. So, now that the 53-man roster is set, let's get into some positions that I think is interesting this year. Let's talk about, of course, the – the defensive backfield, the cornerback position. Now, every year we come into the season, you know, kind of, you know, concerned about the, the cornerback position. Brett Veach, you know, he hasn't really, and even John Dorsey, well, John Dorsey, he did get Marcus Peters. But Brett Veach, once he took over, he really hasn't really thrown huge resources. Now, last year he did pick up um, Rashad Breland, Which end up being a decent pickup. Um, They did go get um, uh, um, what's his name? I forgot the boy's name. He he was on. We just traded him back to Washington. He came from Washington. He made the last play in the Super Bowl. I'm drawing a blank. But we end up trade. We actually end up trading Alex Smith for that player. Um. So, cornerback has always been kind of a, it's an okay, you know, it's never, it, it's been a kind of a weakness in our, you know, in our team, on the defensive side. Now, Shavarius Ward, he has showed promise. From year one to year two, he showed promise. Um, I think last year he was a learning curve, he's a man-to-man cover corner, you have, now he's playing zone. Um, I think as the year went on, he got adjusted to it. He got better at it, and he became a better. You know, he became a better player as the year went on. I think this year he's gonna play lights out. It's a contract season. He wants a big contract. He sees Jalen Ramsey getting money. He sees Trevarius White getting money. He wants to get paid this season, so he's gonna play his butt off. Now. We all know that Brishad Breland is going to be suspended for the first four games. He had an off-field situation, so he ended up getting suspended. So now enters in uh, Legarius Steed, rookie uh, that we picked up in the draft. Um, I think he went to Louis. I think he went to Louisiana Tech. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But I know he came from a, one of a small, not a small school, but not a school that's highly regarded in football. Um, he, um, but he comes in with a lot of uh, scouts and a lot of you know draft analysts have high remarks about this kid. They say that he, you know, he has promise, he has potential to be a good corner. So, and it looks like Brett Veach is putting you know confidence in him. It looks like Spags, you know, from all the reports from practice, they say he, he looks good in practice. Um, so it looks like he's going to be on one side. And then you have Rashad Fenton, who last year showed some promise last year. He he, he played, he made some plays last year in that nickel spot. So looks like they're going to put Rashad Fenton in the nickel. And um, we also got the other rookie, uh, B, it was a B Poke Keys. I think they're going to, you know, re- rotate him and Legarius Sneed, see how both of them play, and go from there. Now, if they struggle the first few weeks, I wouldn't be surprised if they go on the waiver wire or they go and trade for a corner. I will not be surprised. Brett. We all know Brett Veach is not scared <coughs> to make moves. He is not scared at all to make any moves. He will go out there and he will make a move in a minute. So, one thing I will say is Brad Veach will not sit back and just let the cornerback position suffer. So, that's one position. The next position that I'm, you know, looking at highlighting this season that I want to see some improvement is that linebacker position. Now, we all know the linebacker position was a little bit of a liability last year. Anthony Hitchens, who's been here for two years now, his first year he was with Bob Sutton. So, you know, it wasn't, you know, great. You know, we all know Bob Sutton's system was terrible because he didn't know how to make adjustments. Um, so then he comes in his second year in SPAG system, and he was a little bit better, but my problem with Hitchens is sometimes, he, uh, well, not even sometimes, a lot of times Hitchens looks like he's scared to hit, or he looks like he's lost, when he or he, he just gets scared when a running back's coming at him, and I want to see more aggressive. Now, later on in the year, especially in the playoffs, I saw a little bit of that aggressiveness, but I want to see more of that, and then you have, um, uh, was in that Don, uh, D, uh, Dante Wilson. Um, I think he's uh, um, I like Dante Wilson. I, th- I thought he played um, pretty good. I thought he made plays, you know, in certain games, you know. He, you know, he. he's a little inconsistent, but he's solid. And then you have Ben Neiman, who – he always came in nickel packages because he was the best cover – Linebacker that we had last year, but it just seemed like sometimes Ben Neiman would just be, you know, he would tight ends would pick on him. Um, Running backs would pick on him. But for all I'm hearing in training camp, he's added 10 pounds. He's got more muscle. So he, you know, shaking off um, offensive linemen, shaking off, you know, you know, being able to pull off a linebacker. I mean, uh, offensive linemen to get to the running backs. Or to uh tight end. So, this is an interesting season for Ben Neiman. Then, we got the rookie second-round pick for Mississippi State, Willie Gay Jr. Now, from what I'm hearing from training camp, we if you've been paying attention to the training camp, you know, uh, interviews and all the coaches, what they've been saying about Willie Gay Jr., they said the kid flies around, he's making plays, he loves football, Now it's interesting that he's not starting, but it looks like they're trying to ease him into the starting lineup, because they even got him playing special teams. But from what all I heard is, from what I'm hearing is the kid kid has potential to be special. Um, I wouldn't be don't be surprised if he's in the running for defensive player, a rookie defensive rookie, of the year. So those are my two positions, on the defense that I have, um, that I'm, you know, looking at to see how they do this season. Um, I think the defensive line is going to be, you know, we stacked at the defensive line with Frank Clark, Chris Jones. Um, you got K pass, Tono passing, who look, look, look 10 times better with his hand in the dirt. Um, you got, uh, taco Charlton coming from Miami. Um, I'm pretty sure they're gonna get the Brandon Daly's gonna get the best out of him defensive line coach. He's gonna get the best out of Brandon. I mean, out of uh, Taco Charlton. You got Alex Okafor. You got a slew of guys. You got the kid from Michigan. They drafted Mike Dana. They um. You got Colin Saunders. Um. Derek. Uh, Derek I mean, the list goes on. They got a. They got a solid defensive line core. The safeties. With Tyron Matthew, um, Juan Thornhill, Dirty Dan Sorsen, and the kid uh, that we, the guy that we got from Seattle, Tedrick Thompson, we got a nice little core of safeties back there. So it's just it's going to be interesting to see how that middle of that field, because one thing we got to, they still have to improve on is the run, because if you long, saw in the Super Bowl. San Francisco was still able to run all over us. Now we handled uh, Derek um, Henry in that second quarter. They put the clamps down on the on the, um, on the running back on the run game, but still we got to be more consistent all season against the run. So those are my uh highlights for the you know for the positions that I'm looking at this season. Offensively, I really don't have any concerns. Maybe offensive linemen. See how the guard position shakes out with excuse me, no LDT. No you know, no uh no LDT. He opted out. Uh we drafted somebody. We drafted a rookie in the third round, but the rookie ended up opting out. Um so we come in this season, you know, with a slew of, you know, new characters on that offensive line. It uh, looks like uh, the uh, the the guard from uh, they played for the Raiders, what's his name, Casimi Oliche, Looks like he's gonna start. Uh, he's still gonna have Andrew Wiley, and uh, Austin Ritter as the center and guard. You still got Fish, and you got Swartz. So the offensive line is gonna is gonna be a little different. You still got, I mean, the quarterback. Come on now. We got Patrick Mahomes. They're rolling with Chad Henney as the backup. Um, Like I said before, you got Clyde Um, Edwards-Hilaire. The receiving core is still the same with with Tyreek, Sammy, uh, Miko. Now, that's somebody who I'm interested to see from year one to year two, how he has improved in his route running and how – has he improved as far as knowing the playbook and where he's supposed to be? Because last year he didn't really get a lot of snaps, but when he did get snaps and when he was in the game, he made some. He made big plays, man. He made some big plays, so he has very big play posi- potential. He's the second fastest receiver on this team. It might be the second fastest receiver in this league. Never know. He just had a race with Tyreek Hill, and him and Tyreek, they was close until the end. So we'll we'll see how he do, has developed in the offseason. how hard he worked in the offseason with his route running, and how he's retained, how he's you know grasped this playbook in year two. So that's enough about that. Let's get into. The schedule. Now, this year's schedule, is, it's a little, I would I would say the schedule is a hard, I would say it's hard, but it's not easy. Um, Let's go ahead and get into it. Just pulling it up right now. Give me a second. Give me a second. All right, here we go. So, of course, tomorrow we have the Texans and the Chiefs. Uh, week one, you got the Chargers. Week two, we got the Ravens. We got the Patriots, Raiders, Bills, Broncos, Jets, Panthers. Bye week, Raiders, Bucks, Broncos, Dolphins, Saints, Falcons, and then we all always ended off with the Chargers every season. So. We're either eating it off with the Chargers or the Broncos every season. Now, the games that are interesting, of course, is week one tomorrow, Thursday night football against the Texans, um, the Baltimore Ravens, Monday night football. That's going to be a big game. That game right there could have playoff impl- uh, first-round bye impl- implications because if you know anything about how they changed up in the offseason, the only uh, team that gets a bye week is the one seed. All, now that they added a seventh seed in the playoffs, the second seed has to play in the wild card weekend. So that, that game could have number one seed implications. Uh, the Patriots game is going to be interesting with Cam. The Buffalo Bills, that's going to be an interesting game. It's a Thursday night game. That's going to be a big game. That can also have first-round implications too. Because Buffalo's going to come in. They're coming in with hype this year. They actually got a number one receiver with Stephon Diggs. You got a defense. That their defense has always been good. They always have a top five defense. Buffalo Bills' defense is always good. It was just they never had a quarterback to take them over the hump. So, now that they got Stephon Diggs, the number one true receiver, now you got the defense to go with it. Buffalo is interesting. Now let's go down. Now, of course, later on in the season, we got Tampa Bay, and you know we got to play against. You know, there's high hype. There, there. I would say Tampa Bay Buccaneers are this year's Cleveland Browns with, what Cleveland was last year. Big hype. Everybody's saying that these dudes have a chance. Their offense is going to be prolific, prolific. They got all these weapons. You got Tom Brady. He's gonna be ten times better than Jameis Winston, who turned the ball over thirty times. He had thirty touchdowns and five thousand yards, but he also had thirty interceptions. So you eliminate the interceptions, and you and you bring in somebody like Tom Brady, who, you know, everybody has the as the goat, all time goat. Now he's forty three. We're gonna see if if you know, t- father time is always undefeated. So we're going to see if Tom Brady is going to come in this season, you know, showing that 43-year-old age. Um, Then you got the Saints. Now, this year, I think, is the last year for the Saints to try to go after the Super Bowl. If they don't get it this year, I think they break everything up over at the Saints. Quarterback, I think Drew Brees is gone after this season. Um and I just think they they go through a whole youth movement over there. They might it might even be Sean Payton's last year. We never know. They might have to. They might clean house all the way from the top to the bottom. So, this is the Saints. This is an important season for the Saints. Very important. So we'll see how that shakes out. So, if if I were to look at this schedule, I would I would give this schedule a B. I think there's some there's some games in there that's going to be tough, but then there are also some games in there where I think, you know, I just think the Chiefs are, are you know, I think and was, as far as the AFC goes, I think the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. <clears throat> and I think that it's the, the, the margin between us and, and, the, and, the, and the second team is wide. Look, Baltimore is a very good team, and they are stacked from top to bottom. But one thing that I just believe that they, they, we have that they don't is we have Patrick Mahomes, man. No disrespect to Lamar Jackson, but I just think Patrick Mahomes just has an element in him that Lamar Jackson just doesn't have. And I'm not saying that Lamar can't get it. I'm not saying that he's not a hell of a competitor. The kid is a hell of a competitor, and I think that he is going to be one of the great quarterbacks in this league for a long time. But I just think Pat is that much better than than Lamar Jackson as a thrower from the pocket throwing the football. We all know Lamar Jackson is electrifying with his legs, but I want to see if Lamar Jackson improves throwing the football down the field this year. If they're going to try to win, if Baltimore wants to win the Super Bowl, they got to start throwing the football down the field more. So, now let me get into my predictions for this season. The The record. I think that the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, at first, I said 13-3. and three, But now that I've thought about it and I sat back and, and just really, you know, all over this schedule. I think I'm gonna go fourteen and two. I think we go fourteen and two this year. I think we lose the last game of the season because I think they're not gonna care. They they got the number one seed sold up, and I think they lose. You know, one of those game, one of those games where I don't know a bad team sneaks up, like uh, the Jets. You know, we played the Jets this year. We we'll, we slip up against the Jets or something like that. Um or we might lose to, you know, one of them NFC teams like the Saints or even the Bucks. We lose one of those games. But I think that <clears throat> we go 14 and 2 with the number one seed and home field advantage throughout the playoffs. That's my prediction for the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Now, as far as tomorrow's game tomorrow. From what I'm hearing, Brandon Cooks for the Texans is hurt. He he's he might not play tomorrow. So that's one weapon that they're down in the Texans. You know, they traded away DeAndre Hopkins. So now you're coming into the game with Will Fuller, Kenny Steels. Um I just I to stay from top to bottom, I think we're just a better team. We're a better coach team. We're a better just everything. And I love Deshaun Watson's and kudos to Deshaun Watson. For getting his money this year. And and kudos to Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey, um, all the players on the Chiefs that got their money this all season. And shout out to Brett Veach for figuring this thing out. I don't know what I'm gonna start calling him the magic man, because we came into this season with a hundred and seventy seven thousand cap space. And now we have thirteen million in cap space. After signing Pat, Patrick Mahomes to a ten-year, five hundred million dollar deal, to signing uh, Chris Jones to like a, I think, it was a four-year, hundred and some million dollar deal, um, and then you sign Travis, extend him. You know, we restructure Sammy, um, just giving out deals, hit left and right, left and right. We, and somehow we still got thirteen million dollars in cap space. <laughs> I don't know what kind of magic they worked, but kudos to Brett Feach. But as far as this game on tomorrow, um, I just think we're the better team. Um, I got us winning forty-two to seventeen. I think it, I think we come out smoking in the first half. We score a couple more touchdowns in the second half. Then we go on to cruise control, defense, you know, know, finishes the game out, closes us out, and we win convincingly. And we start week one on a high note. Those are my predictions for tomorrow's game. Um, This is all for episode one. I want to thank y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all. Like I said, hit that subscribe button, man, because I'm going to be bringing y'all content every week. I'm going to talk about, you know, I'm going to recap the game on Thursday. I'm going to talk about, you know, the, the preview of the game, uh, the next game coming up, and talk about other headlines going around the Chiefs and some headlines going around the NFL. So do me a favor, hit that subscribe button. I want to thank y'all. Share this. Share this with all your Chief Kansas City Chiefs fans. And we're going to ride this, run it back this season. Hopefully they get another Super Bowl this year. And we're going to do it like, shit like that, Chiefs Kingdom. Thank y'all. I'm gone.
0: Right arm flex. Left arm, flex. Bank it, bounce. We the best. Run it back, run it up, run it up. Run it. Run it back, run it up, run it up. Touchdown. Right arm, flex. Left arm, flex. Bank it, bounce. We the best. Run it back, run it up, run it up. Run it. Run it back, run it up.